The Lord be with you. And also with you. God is our refuge and strength. The very present in trouble. Well, beloved, we are gathered here for these moments together in worship to illumine the imagination by the beauty of God, to quicken the conscience by the holiness of God, to warm the heart by the love of God, and to devote the will to the purposes of God. In this hour of healing and of remembrance, we are gathered for the work of grieving, for the labor of remembering, for the deliberate attention to acceptance, and for moments of affirmation, grieving the hurt and loss of loved ones, remembering with thanksgiving graces and gifts in life near and far, God's goodness, God's love, and God's presence, accepting what has happened and cannot be changed, but can be addressed, and affirming our forms of faithfulness, various and different for each one. We are grateful for your willingness to place yourself in this community, this community wherein we rediscover the power of belonging and the power of meaning and the power of gathering. As we are able, let us stand together to sing our first hymn, O God, Our Help in Ages Past.
Sovereign God, the defense of those who trust in you and the strength of those who suffer. Look with mercy on our affliction and deliver us through our Savior Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated. A lesson from St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans, chapter 12, verses 14 through 21. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Please join me in reading responsibly verses from Psalm 34 with the antiphon, which will be sung first by the choir alone and second by the choir and congregation together. Listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Which, Which of you desires life and have its many days to enjoy good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against evil to cut off the remembrance of men from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is near to the broken heart and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord rescues them from all. He keeps all their bones, not one of them will be broken. Evil brings death to the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. and the reading of the Gospel. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 38 through 48. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. 
And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. I wonder if you ever had a dream in which you found yourself in a dark wood and could not find your way home, and then, by grace, you awoke. I wonder if you've had a day recently when you were wandering and wondering in the depth of a different, newer confusion. That's the kind of experience to which the psalmist spoke when he sang, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we shall not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her right early. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Well, beloved, we have come together for just a few moments of music and word and table of Eucharist and sermon and hymnody to begin to get our bearings again after the events, the unspeakable violence of this past Monday afternoon. We're trying to find our way back home. How, just how, are we going to do that? One step, maybe the first step that we'll take, you've already taken, and well, here you are. You have identified a social location, as the scholars say, placing yourself in a community wherein you can see and be seen, know and be known. That is, 
you are finding ways to heal those closest to you. When in the hospital just hours ago, we asked about general health, conditions stable, blood pressure, normal, heart rate, safe. We're asking about healing and the first step moving back home, getting back home, in part, will be to find ways to measure our own health and those right around us. That is, in addition to being present this evening, you have and you have had a calling to watch over one another in love. John Wesley, who greets you above the portal of Marsh Chapel, famously said, we watch over one another in love. That means watching for those who are most in distress. Some will self-identify and say, I am he, I am she, help me here. Others will walk the back roads, and you, perceptively and with imagination, can see and hear and sense through that silence, through that flat affect, that in addition to yourself and your closest circle, those roommates and friends near you may need some assistance. Boston University is rich in assistance. The challenge is connection. We have the university chaplains and campus ministers, some of whom are present this evening. We have the Office of uh, Behavioral medicine and health, whose telephone number is on the back of an ID card at Boston University. We have the Danielson Center. We have the Faculty and Staff Center. We have the Office of the Ombuds. We have the Center for Counseling in general. So many resources. And beautiful, fine people leading them. You will want to take a step home with uh, at least a first step by giving a little gauge in monitoring your own health and those closest, that of those closest to you. To you. The scripture says, though, if you love those who love you, what reward have you? That causes us to think a little bit about the second step. You know, on Monday, Patriots Day in Boston is a little bit of a combination of a fair and a parade and a secular Easter, especially when the weather's nice. It just doesn't get any better. We gathered for a brunch as we do every year. and We had fellowship and we ate bagels and some eggs and drank juice and coffee, remembered the words of Lincoln and of Longfellow and sang a hymn, My Country, Tis of Thee, and came out to Kenmore Square and watched the great run it's a competition, but it's a singular kind of competition, like all real competition, competing with one's self. Beautiful, beautiful day. And then the afternoon. We were a block from Boylston, and we walked back here to the chapel through the throngs, opened the doors, received those who needed prayer, Refreshment, counsel, rest, blanket, internet, all. We saw those who were in need, though we didn't know each other. 
Part of the gospel is making the familiar strange and making the strange familiar. That is, we're called this evening to think about those not quite closest to us, but others a little bit farther off, those in need. You are imaginative people. Your gifts of personal, even pastoral imagination are rich and good. You'll find ways after this evening to think about one creative way to do something for the good. There are a lot of things wrong in this world, but there are a lot of things right, and that number increases by your decision. A letter to write, a cause to support, a check to send. One of our students is developing a blood bank for later this week, this month. You'll find your way. You will be happier, and you will be healthier once you've reached out beyond your own immediate circle of concern, beyond your own kith, kin, and kindred, beyond your own friends and roommates, to those whom you don't know but who share deeply a familiar humanity. Do something to stand in and stand up and take a second step and reach out in love. That's what the apostle was talking when he gave his 13 commands. You remember them. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Never lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in your hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Practice hospitality. That's a second step. It's your step. It's a good step. It's one of those ways in a dark wood we find our way as the gospel directs us today. Home. If you love those who love you, what reward have you? But the reason we're here tonight, probably in deeper part, is not the first or the second step, but a third bigger, more substantial, still. And that is a calling not only to care for those nearest and not only to reach out to others, but to live and to live every day and to live every hour of every day with faith and with courage and resilience. I have seen in the students of this student body, the staff and administrators and faculty as well, that will honor in first measure the students, a kind of resilience in these last 48 hours that frankly has made me proud. Proud to be alive, proud to be in Boston, proud to be at Boston University, proud to be with you. You're living with faith and courage and resilience, but how do we do that? We come from some just different backgrounds, different walks of faith, particular religious perspectives, and no particular religious perspective. Faith is always a walk in the dark. Fortunately, we don't have to look very far for an excellent example of how we're going to take this third step. After the happy brunch and before the tragedy of the afternoon, we saw it right on Kenmore Square. Many of you were there with us. We stood in the sunshine, talked, remembered. 
And then there they came, right down through, 25 miles later, I can see them still. They gave us the example of how we are to live, disciplined, practiced, trained, and running forward. There's a lot of good scriptural basis, by the way, for a marathon. Hebrews 12, 1 Corinthians 9, to name a couple. To run the race set before us, and through they came. You saw them, maybe some of you were running as regulars or as bandits, there you were. And one laced his sneakers and was running in a long black suit with a black tie and a large black hat, good for him. And there was another, a woman running barefoot, stride by stride, 25 miles later. And there was a young man, a student with bright blue hair, cascading back and forth. There was a troop from my old town, Syracuse University, in their military togs and backpacks and a little flag so we knew who they were. There are those in wheelchairs coming and going to and fro. There are those running to aid others, those running in memory of others, those running in hope for others and other projects. We don't have to look very far, do we? about another step, step toward, step back, step back home. We can lace our sneakers. We can train. We can make our own forms of discipline together. We can find our way from being tourists in this life to pilgrims, from taking the course of life by audit and actually signing up for it and buying the books and taking the course for credit. And we can do so especially as those who run, run, run along together, a disciplined cohort making our way back home. I wondered what I would say to my granddaughter who is almost six if she asked, what I thought about this week. She hasn't asked yet. But when she does, and she will, I will say something like this, you know, honey, who can understand why such unspeakable violence occurs? Who can understand that? But I can tell you as well, over a good part of a good life thus far, every day, including Patriot's Day, with you, I can say and say to her, God is good, God is love, God is here. This creation is a breathing daily gift of goodness. Love is the capacity to sympathize with others who hurt. Presence is the evidence of the Spirit with us, and absence of evidence is never evidence of absence. I would say something, maybe if she gets to a point in life where, where religious language doesn't carry for her, I might say something simply about the good and about love 
and about presence. And that's what I came to speak to you tonight about as well. Friends, we're gathered here before the table of blessing, of thanksgiving and remembrance and presence, open to all of whatever background or age or stage. It's the gift of God's love to us in bread and cup. For that, we give lasting thanks. Where we, the rest of us, can help you on your path your journey, your long trail home. Allow us, if you will, to do so. Let us pray. O thou in whom we live and move and have our being, thou present with us at first light and holding us at twilight, Surround us and embrace us, we pray, with thy grace and mercy and love. Make of us a community of those who care for others. Make of us a community of those leaning forward to bring a lasting justice, even on the darkest days. Grant us thy peace, we pray, a deep peace in the heart, guiding us each and every day. Through Christ our Lord we pray. Amen. <laughs>
As the grain once scattered on the fields and the grapes once dispersed on the hillside are now reunited on this table and bread and wine, so, Lord, may your whole church soon be gathered from the corners of the earth into your kingdom. Amen. Let us confess our sins before God and one another. Almighty and merciful God, long-suffering, full of grace and truth, you create us from nothing and give us life. You do not turn your face from us, nor cast us aside. We confess that we have sinned against you and our neighbor. We have wounded your love and marred your image in us. Restore us for the sake of your Son, and bring us to heavenly joy. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who in his great mercy has promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with heartfelt repentance and true faith turn to him, have mercy upon you, pardon and forgive you for all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the children of God. We meet in the name of Christ and share in peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. I invite you to turn to your neighbors and to extend your hand and offer a sign of peace. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give you thanks, O God, in sickness and in health, in suffering and in joy. Through Christ our Savior and Redeemer, who as the Good Samaritan tends the wounds of body and spirit. Christ stands by us and pours out for our healing the oil of consolation and the wine of renewed hope, turning the darkness of our pain into the dawning light of the kingdom. And now we join with saints and angels forever praising you and singing. supper with his friends, and taking bread, he praised you. He broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, eat. 
This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup of wine. Again, he praised you, gave it to them, and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. So, Father, we remember all that Jesus did. In him we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. Bringing before you the bread of life and the cup of salvation, we proclaim his death and resurrection until he comes in glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Dying, Dying you destroyed our death. Rising, you restore our life. Lord Jesus, come in glory. Lord of all life, Help us to work together for that day when your kingdom comes and justice and mercy will be seen in all the earth. Look with favor on your people. Gather in your loving arms those hurt physically and emotionally by the marathon bombings. And bring us with Crystal Campbell, Martin Richard, and Ling Chi Lu, and all the saints to feast at your table in heaven. Through Christ, with Christ, and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory are yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. As our Savior Christ has taught us, we now pray. Our, our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant us peace. Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, and I shall be.
The table is set. Here at Marsh Chapel, we practice an open table. All who choose to join us are welcome. We have a gluten-free option for those who would like. The chalices on the pulpit side have wine. The chalices on the lectern side have grape juice. Come, for all things are now ready.
Let us pray. Almighty God, whose Son gave us in this meal a pledge of your saving love and a foretaste of your just and peaceful kingdom, strengthen your people in their faith, that they may endure the sufferings of this present time in expectation of the glory that shall be revealed through Jesus Christ our Lord. both a spoken and a sung benediction as we do we remind and advise you that tomorrow evening in the Aganis arena at seven o'clock there will be an opportunity for further gathering counsel and conversation with caregivers chaplains and others also there is an offering available to you described in the bulletin and available in the narthex now a word of benediction may the sun show warm and bright on you your darkest night a star shine through, your dullest morn a radiance brew, and when dusk comes, God's hand to you. The blessed blessing of God Almighty, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, be and abide with each one of us now and forever. Amen.